Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast, episode 50. No personal introduction today, because you already know who's riding with me. For about six months now, we've been making history, and I haven't once brought up how hot Tommy's sister Tiff be. Well, I suppose now that's a thing of the past. I suppose now I can bring up her ass. Heart emoji. Eggplant emoji. But really, 50 episodes. That's a big deal. So let us all extend an arm and lift up a glass. And let's ask Tiff if she'll give us a flash. Maybe a little squeeze if I could be so lucky. And one day, maybe, she'll... Hey, pal, let's get right in the middle time, okay? Right, yeah, let's do your thing. Yep, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, Pat, we got a couple pieces of mail. We're going to get right into it, I think. Let's do it. I appreciate the things you said about my sister. But here we go. Can you find out if she appreciates the things you said about her? Okay. This one comes in from Dip. You going to read that? Sure. Good day, gentlemen. I'm really disappointed with you guys. As men, even though Pat wants a dick in his mouth and Thami wants his pussy violated, all we have is our word. A man's word is supposed to mean something. I will gladly speak for all you listeners. Don, we prefer to refer to them as number niners more than listeners. But beside the point, we're waiting for the video of Pat being tortured. Hold on. You're not allowed to to criticize Tip Dizzy. I can make editorial comments. I wasn't insulting him. Okay. I did that once and I got in trouble. You insulted him. Did I? Yeah, you big finger having motherfuckers. Uh, I will gladly speak for all of you number niners. We are waiting for the video of Pat being tortured. For two episodes, you both talked about torturing Pat with nothing. Talk is cheap. I know Thom talks up a big game to his wife. She may be okay with being disappointed every time Thommy takes his clothes off, but the number niners will not stand for this. That's what I'm talking about, Don. Good use of the word. Pat, you're better than this. We expect this from Thommy. I mean, he still has some hair left. <laughs> Get the staple gun, straight razor out, and fulfill your word. As for your next segment, I think you should cover weird news topics and your point of view on them. I mean, really dig deep into the interweb and find the outlandish news stories. Here's a good place to start. He sent us a link. Also, Thami, per record, uh, pre-record your plugs of the website and social media sites. Dip. Dip Dizzy Whistle. We could name episode 50 of the show dip dizzy whistle because we have some very big announcements starting with we followed the link that you sent us for some odd news stories we're going to incorporate it into three finger news today so we have your news plus an article that i found that i really wanted to share um so there's going to be some three finger news we're taking your feedback on sunday it is confirmed at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, live on the WWE Network, which is only $9.99 a month. No free ads. Uh, by the way, the, the WWE Network, uh, there is huge rumors selling to Peacock. No more WWE Network. All the video library for the WWE will be available only for premium Peacock members. Really? Which really pisses me off, because I doubt Peacock's going to be $9.99 a month. Uh, you can actually watch The Office on Peacock. I don't give a fuck. I want to watch I might old get it wrestling just, documentaries. I've thought about it just to watch 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, um, we also have another piece of news. I, you know, you can't really see what's going on in front of me, Dip. But oh, actually, Dip, you can't see anything. What I'm dropping right now, making it rain with uh, Sir Thomas's hair, and you can see the uh, the big, beautiful, bald motherfucker next to me. True story, boys. Tommy, who has recently donated his hair to Locks of Chub. It's a wonderful organization that uh, give hair uh, to bald fat kids. Basically, <laughs> said, yo, what up, Stone Cold? Yeah, you do kind of look like Stone Cold. I'll take that. Um, I might fucking dick this one for that one. Yeah, I don't know about Stone Cold. Tom looks like Ralphie <laughs> May has alopecia. Hell yeah. I'm going to need you to watch how Stone Cold says hell yeah, and then do it like him. Not just randomly say he's, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's like you're trying to be bad at it. All right. He, he kind of looks like Bill Goldberger's and French fries, doesn't he? <laughs> if, if I may make another wrestling, wrestling reference. Tom, you look like you were so hungry that you ate your hair and then licked the plate clean. True story. Yeah. No, really, uh, Tom has beautiful eyes, which I did not know until I shaved his head. Now we can see those big, beautiful eyes. Hell yeah. He actually looks really good bald. Tim and, said, and look this thing up. I said, hell yeah. <laughs> Tom, uh, Tom goes upstairs to show his wife his haircut, and she immediately, like, rushes towards him and just starts rubbing his head. She loves it. Mason says he prefers it. Phobic says he prefers it. I tried to tell him this. I tried to tell him after I gave him a dope-ass haircut, because I'm a nasty barber, that he looks better with, first off, how many years have I told you if we shave your head, you'll look like a fucking badass and you'll look better with a shaved head? I mean, we're going back at least two years. Oh, my God. I've been saying this for a long time. You don't like it right now because it's new to you. We all, it's not even a transition. Like, I'm not shocked by how you look. You look better. When somebody gets a bad haircut, you're like, ooh, there's going to be an what adjustment. What are you trying to say that? Here. I didn't look good before? That is exactly, you looked like you were 47 years old going on, well, I mean, what are you, 31? Like, no cap on a stack. You look pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that bad is, like, the linguistic equivalent of good, though. I think he means, like, badass. Oh, well, you know, that's, why, that's why there's three asterisks. He wrote badass, and he then did. he got autocorrected by the fucking system. Fucking YouTube. Yeah, Gets listen, man, it's, it's unanimous. The number niners have voted. Your, your fucking... Your hype man has voted. Your wife has voted. Even your son didn't have anything funny to say. Carissa says she thinks it looks good. With all these people in agreement. All right, either way. I cut my hair. I shaved it. Technically, I cut your hair. Because Dip Dizzy, it was really Dip Dizzy Wizzle's bet. Pat and I never agreed on a bet. It's true. But Dip Dizzy said that's what he wanted to see done because I was rooting for the uh, Packers. It's true. And they lost. I would say Dip Dizzy would have to cut his hair if the Green Bay won, but he already has a shaved head. Joke's on you. Yeah, facts. I should should have made him grow it out. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Dip, the the end of this, again, we're we're taking some of the, the link that you sent us. Tommy shaved his fucking head, and to cap it all off, at the Royal Rumble on Sunday, Mason and Carissa will be bringing their adorable little teeny tiny baby uh, Carissa actually sent some photos of the baby eating to oh, Tom a video. It is absolutely disgusting. It's a video. We're going to watch it on the stream today. What I would consider normally a adorable baby is a filthy animal when she's eating. I'm disgusted by her. Uh, and I am going to share a meal with her 
at the 2021 Royal Rumble. That's an alarm. That doesn't count. Um, so I did. In. Perfect. Every one of your little dreams is coming true. Your wildest imaginations are coming to fruition. We're going to call episode 50 Dip Dizzy Whistle. Thanks. It's official. I did. We did record uh, Pat shaving my head and it's me true. almost crying. Um, the problem is I forgot to turn the mics on. True. So we will have a video of it. You I just won't be able to hear shit. You should set the uh, the theme song to Titanic in the background. That's a good one. Yeah. I think that's how that's going to play out. I'm done. Um, oh, you know what? I have an even better idea. We won't be able to post on YouTube. It though. won't mean as much for the number Niners. But to you and I, the song will have significance. And that's going to be This House by Tom McDonald. Do you remember that song? No, but... It's a, to it. it's a doozy. You're going to like it. All right. So um, get into the ne- uh, you ready to move on to the next piece of mail? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, one quick question. Yeah. Tom, who's the quarterback? Who's the best quarterback that ever lived? Well, it's clearly Tom Brady. We knew that before I made the bet. Tom, do you feel like at any point, under any circumstances, it's a good idea to bet against Tom Brady? It was a calculated decision, but... Well, you're lucky you look good bald. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm going to grow my hair back out. So I don't you take that hat back off, you're going to look like a busted condom again. So I don't know what to tell you, dickhead. Nice. See what I did there? All right, getting into the next piece of mail. Hopefully this one makes Pat puke. <laughs> look at this adorable child. Smiling. Lovely, drooly willow. Eating. Oh, oh. It very clearly says, this one is just for you two. I mean, oh, I don't know how much more clearly that might be. What the fuck, Tommy? My bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, you should have sent that stuff into the email. Oh, my. What do you mean? Where else is she supposed to send it? Mason's defending your ass. He says it's fine. My bad. My bad. See, what happened was I thought she was saying, like, like, this one's oh for you guys. God. You know what I mean? Like, ha ha. Might be. Sorry. I'm so glad we didn't get to the part where Willow Sorry. was actually eating. Yeah. Note the number nine Yeah, podcast. they were playing the podcast. In the oh, that's excellent. I didn't even know. Yeah, that. she's our number one fan, Willow. I don't doubt that for a second. She's. Uh, but more importantly, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. Tommy's super fucked up. That's how that, that's how that plays out. Yeah. So anyway, bro. Krista said it's fine. She's feeding Willow currently. Yeah. Might be. Might be. We won't play that anymore on here. I, uh, I don't know. Tom, do you want to send, do you want them to send us a video of Carissa feeding Willow as well? Do you want to throw that on the internet? Breastfeed? I assume so. Yeah. I mean, you sure. want to put all their other business on the internet? You want to put that up there too? You're an asshole. You're a fucking dick. I hope fucking bad things happen to you. <laughs> I hope bad things happen to you, Pat. Oh, man. My bad, boys. My bad. Oh, see, she's bottle fed. That wouldn't even be fun to watch. You can finish the video. Well then, well, really takes the takes the piss and vinegar out of it, doesn't it? Yeah, we're not going to finish it now. It's too late. Nah. Anyway, thanks for the feedback, guys. Appreciate it. I want to take this time, Pat, to remind everybody where to find us. Did you pre-record this reminder? Sure. Uh, By Sunday, you know what? Dip to to execute your final wish. You can call me fucking genie. I am the genie of the lamp today. By Sunday, I will have scripted a, a an actual read, like a, a teleprompted read for Tom. You're just prolonging this. Like, I would have been done by now. 
It's important to note that this is the last time they'll have to sit through this bullshit. So you're going to have to come over Saturday so we can pre-record it. What do you mean? We'll just pre-record a Sunday morning. That's a lot of work. You just have to fucking read. Oh, that's a good point. I'll show up Saturday morning. Anyway, come check us out. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, uh, Twitch. All the same. Number nine, Tommy Podcast. If you're Twitter, if you're Twitter people like us, follow us at, at number nine pod. Make sure you're also checking out the website, number nine podcast.com, where you can subscribe to the email list, where we send out an email every Monday with a new question for the podcast. Uh, you can also go to our merch store on there and check out all our new merch. If you're watching the stream, you can see this is one of our shirts on there. Hashtag number nine with a microphone, number nine with Tommy Podcast. Uh, shirts fit well, boys. Shirts fit well. Hoodies, order them size big. If you're over an XL, don't order one at all. Just a little heads up there. Save your money. Anything else you want to add, Pat? Yeah, Mason said, to be fair... Uh, even if she wasn't bottle fed with Carissa's past career, I mean it's all been seen. <laughs> but is it on the internet? Yeah, that's a that's a good follow up question. Hmm, interesting. Movie fun. You dance on one pole. <laughs> Mason said, "Unrelated, Pat. I think I could sleep on your couch for a night or two. <laughs> Whoops, somebody shot me, and I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. All right, Pat, we got a new Karen video to go over. I'm excited. Karen videos are uh, one of my favorite parts of the show. They're better. Let's get at her. Yeah. Super, are you going to start watching the show or what? Probably. You should. Probably not going to. Why don't you? It, that show's the best show ever made, and why don't you let that marinate for a minute? That's the best show ever made? It's not, but... Why don't you let that marinate for a minute? Is a line from the show. What's her basis of comparison? A person that's not human? Here's my thing, right? She's like, you can't be in my bubble because I'm not a zombie? I'm not really sure what they were yelling about because you only get the end there. Well, clearly they were yelling because he was in her bubble. Yeah, but why, but why was he in her bubble? Because So for those of you listening and not watching, it was a lady sitting on a train, and it looked like one of the, I don't know what you call them, conductors or the people that come around and stamp your ticket. It's the equivalent of a steward on an airplane. Yes. Uh, was standing there, and she's like, you're in my bubble. You need to get out of my bubble. And she's freaking out. And I don't really understand why. Right? Uh, yeah, I am I have to assume that she was I just, He's not a bald head showing up. I love it. Oh, my Look God. You. Anyway. Yeah, Mason made a good point. One, the uniform says that the guy has more authority. And Mason said, is he not a human person? Um, that's a solid point, because her implication is, I can yell louder than you because I'm a human person. I don't know what the fuck he is. Yeah. I'm not really sure. 
Maybe she misunderstood conductor. Like maybe she thought he was a conductor of electricity, not like a train conductor. Maybe. Could be. I don't know. Either way, she's off her fucking rocker. Anyway, so that's our Karen. Now we got some news articles we're gonna get into. This seems like it's gonna be a little bit of a short, uh, a short episode. Uh, we've been putting out some really long episodes. Yeah, this will be refreshing for you people. You people, wow, wow, you get it. All right, and for those of you watching at home, we just did a little segment with uh, our friend. I guess you can call him a number nine. Like he's part of the number nine team at this point with he his really stream is. on Twitch. I mean, he's like um, a he's like a friend. Slash co-worker, partner, teammate. Well, he's definitely part of the team. He streams for the podcast. It's true. For the, yeah, whatever we're calling this. So anyway. Um, I was about to punch you right in the earlobe. Why? Because I thought you said, for the brand. Yeah, for the brand. I thought it was coming. For the number nine with Tommy Brand. For the flavor. Our flavor. All right. So uh, we just did a little thing. If you guys want to go watch it on YouTube. I'm out. Uh, I noticed that you're funny. keeping your hat off now. Is that because you accept that this haircut is beautiful, that I did a great job, and you have beautiful eyes? No, it's because it's hot with a hat on. Okay. That's typically why I don't wear beanies to begin with. I don't believe you. I mean, I can guarantee you this. I'll be wearing it most of the day tomorrow while I'm at work. Until people start throwing compliments at you. Nobody's going to throw compliments. Dude, the girls from reception are going to be running up to rub your head. You're going to have to fight them off. You're going to have to bring, right now, have to bring those, Erica into work with you. If one of those girls from reception tries to touch me, we're going to have bigger issues. All right, well. Anyway. Just resend that text message, tell them to back off. Okay. Anyway, uh, so we got some mail, or not mail, some news articles that we're going to do. Uh, part of our three finger, except it's going to be four finger news today. So this is the first one, Pat. You want to read it? I can't read it. How the fuck it. is it going to be four finger news? I don't know. There's four news articles. That's why I figured yeah, it why was. Why is it called three finger news, Tom? I don't know. It's, oh, sure, to shock you. I get it. There's no read. Reason to be taking pictures and sending it to people, Pat? Are you going to put that on the Instagram? No, I'm going to send it to my boss. <laughs> you should send it to Dip. Oh my God, that's a great yeah. idea. Um, so, anyway, Dip, there's a picture coming your way. So, when you get this, it will be post or, yeah, past tense, but uh, you'll still thoroughly enjoy it. Anyway, uh, you going to read this uh, news article? Hell yeah. Uh, oh, you have it pulled up. Okay. Yeah. So this is called On the Lambo. Uh, when Trooper Rick Morgan pulled over an SUV going about 51 kilometers per hour and drifting across lanes on Highway 15 near Ogden, Utah in May, he expected to find a driver who was either severely impaired or having a medical emergency. Instead, Morgan discovered a five-year-old boy perched on the edge of the driver's seat, his feet barely reaching the pedals and his head just clearing the dashboard. The child, who had taken the keys to the family car while his teenage sister was napping and driven three kilometers across town before getting on the freeway, later told baffled officers that he was planning to make it to California and buy a Lamborghini. While he only had $3 in his wallet, he was at least driving in the right direction. Nice. This is awesome. I have a lot of questions about this article. Where were the parents? Nope. Okay. If this happened in Utah, why the fuck are the speeds on kilometers? That's a great question. Huh. That's the first thing I thought of. All right. Also, how funny is it that the reason I had to shave my head was because a team lost at Lambo? Oh, yeah. Little, uh, little subliminal message there jumped out at me when I was looking through the articles. Also, totally unrelated. 
Mason just sent us a picture of that coworker that gave us the picture of him. Oh my god! What a stunning young man! Stunning. Anyway, yeah, it, he looks much more like Brian Austin Green than I would have expected. I don't know who that is, but oh sure. Oh my god! Brian Austin Green was on nine hundred two one zero. He also released an album. An album. He's married to Megan fucking Fox. Nice. She's a fox. Yeah. Uh, next news story? Yeah, next one. Let's go. Well, we're going to pull that one up too. Good. This Don't. one's called Dear Diary. Oh, the glare. In late January, 50-year-old Robert Shaw Goodard smashed the glass on the back door of a Nashville home and stole a television and firearm, but accidentally left behind incriminating evidence. City police arrested the orderly burglar after he dropped a notebook full of identifying clues. The journal contained a list of other targets, including the address of a house a few miles away that was robbed the same day. It also featured a note from his daughter, as well as her home address. Goodard was convicted of aggravated burglary in late March and sentenced to 12 years in prison, proving Crime can sometimes be a little too organized. This motherfucker... What a dumb motherfucker. ...has his diary on him as he's committing home invasion robberies. Yeah, he's a dumb motherfucker. I, like, I I don't have words, man. This is like those mafia guys that you always hear about that kept, like, a journal of who owed them money and stuff, like, bookie yeah. style. And then got... And then brought down the entire organization. Yeah. This guy did it to himself. That's like, yeah, the guy in the casino that does that. Yeah, what a fucking dipshit. Shit. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next one is uh, news three. Tense fences. Tense fences. Barry and I'm gonna say her name's Helen, but the weirdest spelling of Helen I've ever seen. Barry and Helen Lee, both in their seventies, were charged with assault in June 2018. The Welsh couple's crime: spraying their neighbor Harold Burrows with a garden hose over their shared fence. The neighbors had been squabbling for years, but things escalated one day while the Lees hosed down their driveway. When Burroughs confronted the Lees about yard waste, the stream was pushing onto his lot. They turned up the drama and turned their hose on him. Burroughs, who recorded his surprise shower, later presented the footage as evidence to a judge. The court imposed a two-year restraining order, and the Lees have decided to look for a new place to live. Hopefully, with some time and space, the debacle will just be water under the fence. <laughs> First off, perfectly written. I love the pun. Second, I guess it's not really a pun. It's a plant words. But beside the point, uh, can you fucking believe that this judge gave a two-year restraining order for somebody getting sprayed with a hose on 70-year-old people? I hey. fucking hate that judge. What, what an asshole. You know what I mean? I mean, it's in a different country. I mean, who knows how they get down over there? I don't. We can see that I'm just fucking brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. These people, I can't, I'm curious. Like, this is exactly how you should react. You're spraying down your driveway with a hose, right? So let's assume there's grass, right? They just got their grass. And maybe there's, I don't know, a couple pieces of litter. How much garbage can you have in your yard, right? So maybe some dirt, maybe even some oil. So they're spraying this shit 
And even if they're driveway to driveway with this guy, okay, and the fence separates them, but the driveways are connected. So some shit gets on his driveway. What's the big deal? One, does he not own a garden hose himself? Two, to, you know, just continue with the trend. And then three, if he says something to you, you should spray him with the fucking hose. That's exactly what you should do. Like, shut up. Idiot. Shut up, bitch. Yeah. They, they get two years probation? Hey, fucking man. ridiculous. What are you going to do? Um, all right. You want to do this last story? This is my favorite one. I picked this one out myself. So the headline is, Man Sue's Wife Over Makeup. If you could see the pictures that we're all looking at, you would There's no way understand they're the a same little bit people. more. There's no way. I'm not saying they're the same people, but they do have some striking resemblances. Uh, so the article is, is this. A man in Algeria is suing his new wife for fraud, trauma, and psychological suffering after seeing her for the first time without makeup. The morning after the wedding, the man claims he was shocked to see his wife's natural face. Emirates 247 reported, he said he was deceived by her and as she used to fill up her face with makeup before their marriage. He said she looked very beautiful and attractive before marriage. But when he woke in the morning and found that she had washed the makeup off her face, he was frightened as he thought she was a thief. He is suing her for 13,000 pounds. First off, that what immediately comes to mind is Borat when he's like, "My wife, when I meet her, her fragine is tight like a noose of thirteen-year-old boy. Now it hangs like sleeve of wizard." Like, that immediately is what I thought of. But then, secondly, how fucking ugly do you have to be to get for sued for being ugly? Well, not only that, but for like. He wakes up and he's like, Jesus Christ, we're being burglarized. <laughs> well, listen, that picture, that yeah, she's, the top one. She's not was, an attractive woman. And the, the bottom one, she was fairly attractive. Yeah, I would I would uh I would throw a baby shower inside her in the makeup picture, and I would not let you fuck her in the other picture. Nice. I mean, she's a hideous woman. Yeah. Uh all right, Pat, what's next on uh what's next on the list here? Uh well you want to talk about football? We can. I mean, uh, do what I don't understand, man. So we can talk about football. We'll make it quick. First off, who's your pick in the Super Bowl? Brady? I already know. You're going with Brady, right? I'm going to say this. I do not think that the Buccaneers are going to win. However, I have locked my pick for three weeks now. I'm Brady all the way. Because I cannot think of a better sports story at this point then Brady taking down Breeze, Brady taking down Rodgers, Brady taking down Holmes. It is an epic classic. By the way, did I send you the fucking meme that I wanted to send you? Okay. While we're on the subject of Brady. I just want to say this. Like, there's never been a question whether or not Brady was the best quarterback of all time. And he absolutely is. But if you watch that game, well, it, it was Brady exactly did- what I said. Brady did not win the game. I said that was going to happen. What did I say was going to happen? Who was going to win the game? The defense. The Bucks defense. Who but, created multiple turnovers. Yes. Uh, listen, I'm not this. But what I'm saying is. The problem is that Brady capitalized on the turnovers that his defense got. Right. Yes. They got they scored 14 points on the two turnovers. Green Bay scored six points on the three turnovers. 
That's the problem. Those three interceptions that Brady threw, yeah. whether or not they were his fault or not, it doesn't matter, right? Oh, man, that one across the middle. Number 13 there. Got his hands Evans. on it. Oh, yeah, where he God, tipped heartbreaking. It. But whether or not they were Brady's fault that he threw the picks, the problem is Rodgers on all three of them, well, the first one, I think they got a first down. But the two after that, three and outs. Yeah. That's 100% on Rodgers. Not play calling, not nothing else. Like, that's, it is. That's on Rodgers had a chance at the end of that game to score a touchdown, run it in like he's done all year long, and chose not to. It, I hate to say it, Aaron Rodgers will go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He already won a Super Bowl. But let's face it, he's 1-4 in the NFC Championship game. I don't know what it is with the guy, but for some reason when he gets there, he chokes. Um, also, I mentioned he had, I think it was a 14-game, 14, uh, 14 uh postseason game, so playoff game streak of not throwing an interception. I said, that's going to be broken by this Buck team. Um, and they picked they picked him fairly early. Oh, so like second quarter, yeah. Yeah. Um, so hold on. I have this meme. It is, uh, it is Bill Belichick sitting in a chair. That's going to look very familiar to oh, you. Oh, you tell me that. I'm not uh, showing that I, stupid shit. It says Bill Belichick watching everyone realize Tom Brady was the system. And it's actually the uh, the Bernie meme that I yeah. love so much, and B- Billichek's face. Yeah, I love it. Stupid. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, so that's my take on the game. I like. I hate to really say it. And, you know, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is like statistically his interception ratio is like all. It's, I think it's by far the best in the NFL by far. Like yeah, for I, multiple, like every season, he has the best. Maybe next to Mahomes. I was just going like, to say you know Mahomes I mean? is probably like they're right, right there. there with each other for uh, TD to interception ratios. So, um, like you can't take anything away from Rodgers. It's just for some reason when he gets that NFC Championship game, he just can't. He can't finish it. I have. I don't know why. I have. Before we move on to the Chiefs game, one more glaring question: How important was punting in this game? In this one, yeah. Uh, in this one, I don't think it was that important. But, I think well, but it, Pat, punting <laughs> is important in the game because it's all about position of the ball. The most important punt play in this game was when they told the punter to stay off the field. That's in and allowed game. Brady to continue playing football. Okay, so now since we're going into the Kansas City game, what was in the early stages of that game one of the most important plays that happened for Buffalo? The muff punt. In the overall picture or in one play? The, the muff punt was a big deal. Absolutely. If, if. Buffalo was in it at the end? If the rest of the team. Performed? Performed. So, yeah, but it still, it still plays a factor into the game. It was a huge deal. Sure. It was a, it was a fun moment for you. You're I a mean, fucking idiot. You, I'm sure that you I can't imagine how you excited you were. I, I was fucking angry. <laughs> And listen, knowing as much as I know about punting because of Pat McAfee. Oh, my God. <laughs> but listen, there's a certain way that they kick the ball to make it bounce. Now, listen, that guy just, it was sure, in his chest. They put chest. on it. They do all kinds of things. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it's it's really a skill. I'm not debating that they're skillful. They're obviously skillful. And they're it's important to the game. If he doesn't, if he doesn't muff that punt there, right, there's, like, Buffalo had no chance. They were up by nine and still didn't have a chance. You get what I mean? You get what I'm saying? At least that gave him a glimmer of hope. You know what would be more exciting? I think the MVP of that game is the Bills punter. 
Jesus, dear God. You know what would be more exciting than football the way it is now? Football with no punting. I don't think that's true at all. Four down football. No, Let's it's go. not. You want to know why? Because it's going to turn into massive, massive fucking blowouts. That's what it's going to turn into. I mean, there's, there's massive blowouts now. Yes, but every game would most likely be a massive blowout. I don't know. I think we should. Did the XFL have punting? Yes. They did? Yes. Hmm. Maybe that's why they failed. Yeah, that's it. They should have gone that's four down football. Well, maybe Rock, maybe uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson will take it out when he restarts it. I hope so. I, I, I fucking doubt it because it's an important part of the game. You know, the other thought I was thinking was, because it, it, really you have to think, like, how's the XFL going to be different? And I was thinking, what if you did quarter by quarter instead of possession by possession? So, like, the first quarter is just Team A on offense. And then the second quarter is Team B on offense. And then it goes, you know... Team A and then Team B in the second half. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. Players are playing too many snaps in a row. But that's the thing. So now you have this very important variable. You have all these fucking big-ass linemen who need to be out there for 15 minutes at a clip, no break. That's very exciting to me. I don't know if that's the right answer. They have to do something very different. Those offensive linemen, no matter how big they are, have some of the best cardio in the world. Yeah, they're in incredible shape. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, and as far as, like you said, the, the Kansas City Bills game, uh, very disappointing, but predictable because, I mean, Josh Allen is, he's still new, man. I, but, like, the strides that he's taken in the last two years is yeah. phenomenal. He, that Bills team is going to be a team that's in the playoffs every season, um, in the, in the talk every season for multiple years, bearing like no incredible injuries to the team. I also think that you need, we had this conversation about Haskins at the beginning of the year. You need to have your young quarterback feel that pain. Um, Oscar Wilde said, uh, it's uh, experience is the hardest teacher because it teaches you it. it oh, fuck. Experience is the hardest teacher. It gives you, the test first and the lesson second. And that's very true. And these quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks, the young guys need to learn that lesson. And the only way to do it is to fail that test. So Josh Allen now can go head held high. We got this far. We made mistakes. How can we do better next time? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought without a doubt that Kansas City was going to win that game. I like I picked two is fucking trash. Um, fucking Mason Mason brings up Tua Tua agreed absolutely valid point Tua learned some very valuable lessons yeah but they're talking about trading them are they yeah I know Haskins is he going Steelers no I don't think he signed with anybody yet he got no he got picked up and put on second string for somebody it might have been Steelers but I don't think I I saw the the Steelers were interested um but now like they're talking about like that's going to be very interesting to follow after a Super Bowl um, to see what happens with these teams. Mark says you look good. Thanks. Um, I'm not sure who Mark is. <coughs> but um, it's going to be interesting because, like, Rodgers, they're talking about him leaving um, and where he might end up. Aaron? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know what? If he does, I'm I might be a Rodgers fan. Here's why. I have an idea where he would end up, Bob. Because good for Rodgers for not milking this entire career with one team and then going to play like an <coughs> asshole, like a Favre or a Montana or a Brady. Like you can't put Favre in that fucking 
You can't put Favre, Brady. Um, the, the Jets and Vikings Favre, I can absolutely be unhappy with. The Vikings Favre? Yeah. No, you can't. Why? Because he played well? Because he went to a fucking NFC Championship It's game. not about how he played. That's not, that's not the part that bothers me. The part that bothers me is that he had this big, long career in Green Bay and didn't finish strong. You know, like... Like, at least LeBron fucks people consistently. Like, LeBron is just out there fucking constantly. Like, oh my God, they love him in Cleveland. Fuck you, Cleveland. Like, oh my God, he's winning championships with Miami. Fuck you, Miami. And now he's with the Lakers. He's going to fuck them soon, too. Guaranteed. Tim thinks he's going to end up in San Fran, and that's a very good possibility. How happy would you would I'm you torn be? on it, man, because the motherfucker can't win an NFC championship game. And that scares the shit out of me. Now, listen, if he goes there. He is one of the best coaches, I think, best young coaches in football. So maybe that changes something. But they're talking about him. Like, he, he can go play wherever he wants to play. Yeah. Um, and everybody knows he wanted to go to San Fran and was hurt. That he Why is, that? is he a Niners? Is he a, like he, a Montana fan? No, he's from Cali. Oh, okay. He's from that area. So he was a, a 49ers fan. fan. Yeah, he is. Because yeah. he was a 49ers fan growing up. Yeah. Um, and they, he was upset because they drafted Alex Smith uh, ahead of him. Okay. So, she's Alex Smith has been playing for that long. Yeah, they got drafted the same year. Oh my god. Don't be wrong, man. Like I'd be pumped if Alex Smith went back to the Niners. So I think he's great. Um yeah, I don't know. But so who's going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I I gave my pick. I'm going Bucks. I'm sticking with Brady at this point. I'd hate to pick like here's the thing with Kansas City, dude. It doesn't matter if Tom Brady goes up on them fucking 30 Five to nothing, right? And Mahomes has a quarter and a half left. He has a chance to win that game. And vice versa. Uh, I don't I think, know. I think this game turns into a fourth quarter fucking shootout. Well, and that's what happened with uh, Kansas City last year. The Niners were ahead going in like late oh my into God, the fourth quarter. Remember that? Yes, they I remember were fucking that. Destroying them. Yeah. God, they blew that one. Yeah, they did. Oh man, they did. Niners fans must be fucking pissed. You're fucking. But anyway, so, yeah, that's, um, I think I'm going to go, I want to go, I want to see the Bucks win because I, I, I'm i with you. I think it's a great story that Tom Brady leaves the Patriots and goes to a different division, a different team, and comes in on a wild card. Oh, you know what I saw? They're they're comparing this Bucks team to the 2007 Giants who beat the Patriots, the unbeaten Patriots. Number five seed Giants get in on the wild card. Sure. Went through, won three road games yeah. to make it to the Super Bowl and won the fucking Super Bowl I against the that. Patriots. That's a fair comparison. Um, Against the number one seed, best team in the NFL, yeah. Patriots. And that's what they're saying. And Eli won that. So against they, they're thinking Brady's going to avenge that loss. Not really avenge it, but mimic it. Yeah, he, he was the favorite, and he got taken out. Yeah, so they're thinking that and he's... now, a, as the underdog, maybe he, he takes out young boy Pat Mahomes. Yeah. So, yeah, on the helmet catch. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. I'm pretty excited to watch it, to be honest with you. Was that Plexico Burris? The guy that caught it? Yeah. I don't know. That was a long time ago. It was, it was a long time ago. I, I was just graduate. No, oh, that was when we first met. Oh, okay. Right around the same time. Were you a Niners fan then? Have you always been a I've Niners fan? I've been a Niners fan, fan since I was a little kid. Okay. Yeah. Tim says, yes, that was Pops Goldberg's. 
I gotta tell you, I can't get over it. You look like a straight up fucking badass. If you grow your hair back out, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Okay. Uh, so on the next show of number nine with Tommy podcast, uh, we're gonna do well the mail time segment. Make sure you're getting in your votes or what you guys think we should um replace the NFL segment with. I really want to, and Pat, I know that you're gonna hate this. But I've been doing all these fucking video games. Yeah, I think we should do a fucking little NASCAR segment. How little? Define little. Like a 20-minute thing about like... 20 minutes? Dude, we spend fucking half hour, 45 minutes sometimes on football. Football doesn't suck a big fat cock. NASCAR does. Have you ever been to a NASCAR race? No, you know why? Because it sucks a big fat cock, Tom. You know, Pat, I think... You know what? I have been to Lebanon Speedway. Does that count? Does that count? A little bit, yeah, sure. Do you like seeing the cars race on the track? I'm going to be honest with you, Tom. I was with uh, a uh, suspect crowd, and we were under the bleachers. Okay. So, I want you to think about this. How long can you talk about them taking left-hand turns? Um, I agree, Mason. Listen, I'm telling you, man. When you see two cars going 150 to 200 miles an hour within inches of each other, it's some of the wildest shit ever. Let me you- ask you. Do you expect me to watch NASCAR so that I can be a part of the segment? Or is this something you're going to do with Tim and I'll just like take a back? Like you could do that as the opening. I think opening. I'm not saying that you have to do it late every day. I'm I'm not Um, saying that you have to do it. I think you should uh, just keep up with what's going on in NASCAR at least. It's, it would take you five seconds to see who won the race, who finished in the top ten, and the points. What happens? At, what's it called when you win for the year? Like they don't have a Super. It's Bowl. a points. It's a championship. It's just championship. Yeah. I'm gonna put my money right now. The cup. Rusty Wallace. Nope. Rusty Wallace wins this year. Uh, you should go to Vegas and bet on that because the odds would be fucking through the roof. Is Rusty Wallace? I know he's not racing anymore. But is he still taking... Is, does he have an active participation in NASCAR? Uh, like, is he a team owner or something? No. Nah. He owns some race tracks. So there's no way that Rusty Wallace can be a part of the winning team. I don't think so. Oof. Maybe Roger Penske. I don't know who that is. He owns Penske trucks. You know, the big white trucks. No, I recognize the name, dickhead. Yeah. You look great with this haircut. You're, you have... Pat. Very nice eyes. I'm, I'm a little weirded you. out by my own feelings. I'm a little weirded out that you keep fucking hitting on me. And you're I'm not hitting of, on you. What? I'm instilling in you, <laughs> you confidence. Uh, and a finger. Richard Trickle. But it was Dick Trickle, you fucking moron. Dick Trickle, uh, from what I understand, used to, uh, like, uh, during caution laps, just smoke a cigarette and have it, like, holding it out the window. That makes sense. That's amazing. It's cold trickle. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. that from? Cold trickle. Days of Thunder. Oh yeah, yeah, boy. Uh, Great fucking movie. How's Great. about the Magic Man, dude? Ricky Bobby. You know that thing that we do for fucking work with the movies. I've been really thinking for work. Yeah, with the email comes out with the emails. They admit one tickets. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a fucking. I gotta get on this, dude. I was thinking about it the other day. Armageddon. Oh my Days God, of Thunder. Yes. So I get when when those things happen, those those team participation things happen. I get a direct phone call from the old receptionist who is like, "Why have you not submitted an answer? Can you please do this? It is my job to collect these answers. I expect it in the next five minutes." And I'm like, "Ah, Chris has never seen Talladega Nights. Also, one of the greatest NASCAR stories ever told." All right, so uh, 
here's here's the thing. Emily has never seen Talladega Nights, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Carissa, Mason, Little Teeny Tiny Baby Willow, I'm going to expect you in the early afternoon on Sunday so that we can watch Talladega Nights before we watch the Rumble and so that we can complete Dip Dizzy Whistle's uh, disgusting food to eat at the advice of Little Defect Challenge. I hate, I hate to tell you this, but Mason has a lot of jobs to do Sunday early afternoon. You guys are going to have to do that job earlier. We can't do it any earlier. We, we record a podcast. You have to figure something out, bro. Yeah, they're not going to be there to watch the movie. So. Obviously, Ricky Bobby takes right. precedence so over on, video games. Did we get there? Did I say what we were going to do? Oh, yeah. so yeah. So make sure you send it in. We went on a little tent. A little did we tent. talk about what my punishment is? Yes, we did that earlier in the show. Did we? Yes. Right. Remember, I showed the video and I got yelled at by you. Oh uh, yeah. Um. So make sure you send in what you think we should replace NFL with. Uh, we're gonna do the Sega Top 100 games. If we could get lots of lots of votes on this that are not NASCAR, I would greatly appreciate it. NASCAR. NASCAR. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Tim, we got to not my brother. Tim, the other Tim. Okay. All right. Anyway, Griff will get it too. He was there. Um, all right. So I want to remind everybody too. Check us out: Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch. All the same. Number nine with Tommy Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at Number Nine Pod. Make sure you're checking out the website Number Nine Podcast dot com. Where on that website you can subscribe to the mailing list. Where you'll get the weekly question. Where you can send. Dream, Pat, dream, I want you to understand dream, something. Dream. Yeah, when I the only way for this to work out is for people to know my... where to find us. So I have to do this. Wait, there's a better way. It's there is a better way. We're going to get there, Pat. But for right now, we have to do this. 50 fucking episodes deep. When are we going to get there, Tom? When are we going to get there? Sunday morning. I feel like we're driving across the country in a horse and fucking buggy. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Anyway, make sure this, our move towards a pre-recorded advertising segment is moving slower than a turtle moving forward with a slug moving backward. Okay. And that new game we play, me and Mason kill turtles all the time. You keep their shells. Oh, you're playing clicker. Mario. No, we're playing fucking the forest. Oh, okay. It's awesome. I screamed like a little girl on stream last night. It was awesome. Um, oh my god, is that like the time we almost crashed and we didn't even come close to crashing? No, you came very close. To be fair. To be fair, 50 yeah. episodes was only 25 weeks. True story. Um, actually, 26, because there was two weeks where we only did one episode. But anyway. Oh, Pat, happy six months. Yesterday was six months with Emily. Weird coincidence there. Apparently. Emily. Uh, Emma Booth. Anyway, make sure on the website, number9podcast.com, you go all the way down to the bottom of the homepage, you can subscribe to the email list. On the email list, you're going to punch in your email. It's going to send you a link. Activate the link, and bam, you got the emails and the weekly question. Perfect. Now, go back to that homepage at the bottom, right above, where you subscribe to the email list. You can hit that donate button and send us some fucking money so I can hire somebody to do the ads so I don't have to listen to Pat. Thanks. Also, top of the bar, merch store. Click on it. Go check out our new shit, like this one here. Buy it. Give us some more money. Thanks. That was so much better. Than your normal delivery. I gotta tell you, I'm just gonna pitch you off every time. I like that. All right, moving forward. Mason, in the middle of that, by the way, said, Tom lost his mind last night. True story. Now, I've heard you girl scream before. So, look, man. I assume that's what you watching, And this is gonna be great for the podcast, but I'm sitting here at the computer, right? 
And you know how I am when I get focused on the game, right? The light shuts off because I don't fucking move. So I'm sitting here, I'm focused. Me and Mason are stuck in the woods in the fucking dark, okay? And mind you, there's these cannibals, we call them, that come out and try and fuck you up, right? So we're stuck in the woods, pretty much no light. I have a lighter as a light, and Mason's not staying near me with his stick torch thing, right? And we end up in one of these camps for these fucking things, right? The the cannibals? Yeah, the cannibals. And I'm like, oh shit, Mason, we gotta get out of here, dude. Because, first off, we're way away from our camp. Way, 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 way far. And if we die, we lose our backpack, and we have to go back there to get our backpack. Backpack, backpack. <laughs> the door song. Anyway. Um, the doors? The Dora? Like the Explorer? Yeah. Backpack, backpack. Anyway, keep I got nothing. All right, anyway. So, oh. So it's dark out, right? And a tree blow, like the wind blows, and it pushes the leaves across my screen, dude. And I think it's one of those things bum rushing me from the night. And I fucking ah! freaked out, dude. And I'm like, Mason, we gotta get out of here. They're here. Oh, They're here. And, oh man, it was bad. It was and bad. you guys constantly question why I don't play video games with you anymore. What are you That's talking about? That would be awesome. Then, then one of Mason's boys was in the chat and said that they have that game on VR. I could only imagine what that game is like in VR. It's coming soon. Money's sitting in the closet just staring at me for this PS5. Can I play The Forest on my PS5? No. Man. You could buy a PC, hook up the Oculus to it, I don't do and that. play it on that. that. Okay. Well, you're Here's the thing. I know that after skipping a year, you know, WWE 2021 would have been amazing. But WWE 2022 with an extra year of game planning is going to be one of the best wrestling games ever made. I'm very excited. Yeah, sure. We've heard this before, and then they saw. It. All right, you ready to do this last uh, this last tidbit? Sure. I'm down for scary games to be the wreck on uh, on the stream. Uh, can you play The Last of Us? Was that two player or one player? Yo, Nick was uh, Nick Merckx was playing or showing clips of him playing a game. I forget the fucking name of it today, but it looked wicked scary. Speaking of, <laughs> oh, uh, The Last of Us is one player. Is there an article? Oh shit! Yeah, we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to do cliff notes on that. There, bad boy. Yeah, man, this is super long. Why don't you explain it? Because you already read it. Uh, as soon as I find it, Tom. Can I read what this picture shows? Oh, this is all in order, huh? I tried to do it in order. I didn't know if it came through in order. Why don't you just copy the link and send it to me? That was a thing? You screenshot every single one of these. (laughs) What a fucking waste of time. Uh, You ready to do this? Um, Just recording over here on the podcast. Now I wish we had the... uh, The picture up? No, the fucking link. So I could read it. Yeah, right? If you just go to the email you sent me, or it's in the... Yeah, you have it right there. All right. Wow. It's right there. The whole oracle is right there. You just screenshot it all. I don't know if it's going to go fluently like that, but we'll right. try. No. Are we... Oh, the podcast is going. I thought we were yes. just, like, vamping on the live stream. No. Nope. I did not realize that we were still doing the I try the not podcast. to stop that as, as much as I... Like, I try not to stop it if I don't have to. And I didn't think I had to, because I thought you were ready. No. 
Because then it's always awkward when I start and stop. I'm over here Philly fucking around. I know. I just like every other day. Stopped us. All right. You ready? All right. Virginia's Department of Education was required by law to create model policies for school boards regarding treatment of transgender students associated with their name. Um, so here's what's going on. Uh, the sex assignment, which is defined as a label, generally male or female, that is typically assigned at birth on the basis of a cluster of physical and anatomical features. Intersex refers to someone whose combination of chromosomes, gonads, hormones, internal sex organs, and genitalia uh, differ, differs from the two expected patterns, male or female. So here's what's happening. This is the story. The faculty is told, basically, at the drop of a dime, we need to create immediate short-term solutions for the bathrooms. So the solution that they come up with is basically um, to have no rules whatsoever. So the bathrooms now are considered single-user, gender-inclusive restrooms or changing areas where it doesn't matter how you look on the outside. If you look like a guy, if you look like a girl, you can just walk into the bathroom and use it. Here's here's my beef with this story. And are they too woke? Maybe. Are they just woke enough? Maybe. Like we're definitely behind on this one. I, I'm not as compassionate as I think I could be towards this uh issue that's been sweeping the nation. Um why not just call them unisex bathrooms? Like what the fuck? So they're like, all right, well the boys can use the girls and the girls can use the boys and we won't ask any questions. Why don't you just make them fucking unisex then? Why not just make them bathrooms? Yeah. If there's no if anybody can use any bathroom, why not just say that? They're fucking community bathrooms. They're shared bathrooms. They're whatever you need to make them. See, no, I didn't read the article because you sent it in super late, but are they saying that they need to make a third bathroom for these unisex bathrooms? No. Because I could easily see how a parent of somebody that's not transgender or their child would feel very uncomfortable with them going into a bathroom and having a boy sitting there pissing. Boy, didn't you say a hot trigger word on that one? Boy? Nope. Parents. So the school, in addition, if schools are planning new facilities, they should consider single-user, gender-inclusive restrooms or changing areas. Uh, Students who simply want more privacy in the restroom or locker room should be accommodated in any way that doesn't make them feel stigmatized. These policies all apply to overnight trips as well. Further, school staff are instructed to help students come to terms with their gender identity without involving or informing the parents or guardians. So they are going to the fucking teacher. They're going as far as saying, do not talk to their families about this. Now, I don't know how college works because let's be real. I didn't go to college. That's but a I college assume, or a high school? I was under the impression that it was college. Oh, college is a little bit different, right? The Virginia Catholic Conference noted that, oh, no, that's a different thing. Um, But they they did say uh, that if these policies were approved, it would undercut parents' involvement in the life of their children at school and endanger the bodily privacy and safety of all students, uh, take action to protect children and parental rights in public schools. So this might actually be high school. That's a good call. Well, if that's a public school, first off, they're under the age of 18. Uh, like I don't know how that fucking like I'm telling you right now, dude. If my son went to school and said I want to be a girl, and the school didn't call and let inform me of that, 
That's fucked up. I'd be super pissed with the school. Mason made two very valid points. One, there's no way they will make high school bathrooms unisex, which is stupid. I agree with your point, but it's stupid because that's what they're doing. They're making them unisex, but not calling them unisex. Additionally, Mason said, that's just begging for a bunch of bathroom babies. You know what I did in high school, Tom? Fucked. I fucked all over the school. And I had to hide. I, like, we really had to make a good effort to fuck all over the school. It wasn't easy. It was like James Bond. Yeah, sure. These kids can just walk into the bathroom and fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and I like I don't I don't know, man. This is all very weird to me. Why not just call it what it is and say they're unisex bathrooms? I don't know, man. We're I don't like talking about this shit, man. It, it, we're in the weirdest state as a country. It's fucking insane to me. Or as I don't a people, not even as a country, dude. Right? Because this is all over the world, I believe. With this transgender thing and all, I'm sure it is. And it's just like, I don't know. You know, I mean, you said something to me the other day, right, or a couple of podcasts ago, whatever, about you know, like back in the '90s, this was like the gay movement, and I, like, I hear you on that. I I would go as far as to say your feelings towards transgender will closely mirror your parents' feelings towards gay. No, I, no, I don't know that that's true, but I would bet the majority of people would say, yeah, that's accurate. Maybe that not in your particular not, case. That they would not mirror. No, they would. So, like, my parents, their feeling towards gay when gay became a thing. See, I don't think Probably that, similar to my feelings towards transgender as thing, transgender right? becomes a thing. As much as I, like, don't understand being gay because I don't like men like that. Sure. You know what I mean? I could see how that's a thing. You can see how that's a thing because since you were a child. It's been a thing. Uh, this is this is about education, which is where I'm really torn because I go transgender doesn't make any sense. If you're born a boy, you're a boy. But then I go, but it's new, and I don't know anything about it. I'm not educated, which is why I know that my ideas are not only like primitive, but they're just ignorant. I'm ignorant to the idea. It doesn't make any sense to me, and if it doesn't make any sense, I probably shouldn't formulate an opinion. I will say this as far as formulating opinions. If one of these students punched another student in the face, who would be notified? Their parent. What if they were failing a class? Their parent. But if they make a life-changing, because I've punched people in the face, my life did not change. I've been punched in the face, my life did not change. I have received horrible grades on tests, on quizzes, on report cards. My life did not change. But I have never transitioned from male to female. I can guarantee you this. If I did, my life would change. You sure about that? What about that time that you asked to have a penis put in your mouth? Every episode, man. Every episode, I have to remind you that it was one penis. I said that. A penis is what I said. And it was a, a slip of the tongue. Giggity. I'm sure you wanted to slip the tongue. I got my merge wixed up. And that's where we landed. Okay, I was caught. In Did the you mean the to say a slip of the tongue when you were talking about putting a penis in your mouth? Yes, that was the joke. That's no. why I said giggity right after. <laughs> My thing is, this is a this is a life altering decision. It has huge consequences, whether they're positive or negative. So when things don't matter, let's tell the parents. Let's run and tell the parents. You need to be a better parent. Your kids hitting kids. You need to better be a better parent. Your kids not doing enough work at home. Not studying enough. But when there's something that truly matters, like the happiness of this child or the future of this child, 
Because one grade, not going to affect your future. Unless you were going to Harvard. And, well, I wasn't going to fucking Harvard. Um, one fight, I mean, unless you get arrested, not going to affect the rest of your life. And even if you get arrested, probably not going to affect the rest of your life. Yeah. But changing genders is going to change the rest of your fucking life. And they're like, that's the thing that we really need to hide from the parents. The other thing is, I don't like people uh, saying that it's okay. Like, you know, if you want to be in high school and say that, that's fine. But it should. if we're going to allow this to, to continue to happen, it is what it is. To your point, it shouldn't be allowed until you're 25. Because... Well, the the uh, the actual medical procedures. Should yes, be. yeah, should not be like no hormones, none of that shit right. until you're 25. Because at 20, like you're at an adult 25, at 25, I guess you would be old enough to determine, and you might know before then for sure. Oh, hold on, hold on. First off, Mason had something to say. I haven't read it yet. But second, we're going to coin a term right now. To your point, the one you're making right now, we are officially. You heard it here first, folks. Groundbreaking news. You can call it three finger news because it's sure to shock you. Uh, we're going to coin four, a term. Finger, no. We're going to coin a term. It's ours. The number nine podcast. Number nine with Tommy podcast. You're not an emotional adult. That's our term. Emotional adult until you're 25 years old. Okay. It's pretty emotional, Pat. Not to mention children, especially high school age kids, will sometimes lie for attention and other reasons. What happens when the transition is. Transition isn't real, and children and child goes back to using the other room. That's what I'm saying, Mason. Yeah, like, can you flip flop bathrooms? Because at that point, well, it's just like unisex. No, they're not. Which is the problem. But if I have to pee, can I just pee in the closest bathroom? Like, what's the fucking difference at that point? Yeah, I like I'm. I don't know. It's all. Fucking, it's like Man. the COVID rules. You know what I mean? None of them make fucking sense. None of this makes sense. There's a lot to this, like. Um, <laughs> I can think of a kid, clearly, I bet everybody has one, whose girlfriend was straight up terrified of him in high school. And that girl could have hid in the bathroom from that guy. And if that guy tried to get into that bathroom, well, he's in trouble just for entering the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're, no, 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 this is the boundary. You can't cross the boundary, right? What stops this kid from beating the fuck out of that girl in the girl's bathroom or the boy's bathroom or whatever fucking bathroom? Because there is no segregation. Um, now, I guess you could argue like the girl could go to the guidance counselor, but if she wanted to go to see somebody, she would do that. Mason said, I currently can't even remember what Tom looked like with hair anymore. <laughs> he looked like he was going on fucking 90. That's what he looked like. He looks fucking great right now. You like Dana White ate Dana White. It's beautiful, man. <laughs> We're fucking out of here. You look like Jason Statham playing unhandsome Rob. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I say good day.